another informational resource from UK Healthcare. This is UK HealthCast, featuring conversations with our physicians and other healthcare providers. Here's Melanie Cole. For carefully selected patients, heart transplantation offers markedly improved survival and quality of life. The Heart Transplant Program at UK Transplant Center offers comprehensive care for transplant patients. My guest today is Dr. Andrew Kaloje. He's the Medical Director of the Heart Transplantation at UK Health. Dr. Kaloje, thank you for joining us today. Tell us a little bit about heart transplant, how common it is, and how many are performed generally on a yearly basis. So our program started around 25 years ago, on and off. We transplanted um, on an average uh, of around 10 patients up until 2015, where we did about uh, just over 40 patients, 43 patients or so for three years. And then that tapered off a little bit because of new allocation system uh, where we've done 29 last year. And we're uh, still on the road, probably reaching the same amount this year, having done around 19 so far. So UK's history with heart transplants is significant now at this point. Tell us a little bit about some of the indications for referral to a transplant center. Absolutely. So there's a good mnemonic to keep in mind. Um, I need help. I standing for anybody who is on inotropes, such as dibutamine, milrinone, um, uh, at which point they're obviously already deemed to be advanced heart failure patients who should be referred to an advanced heart failure clinic and a transplant center that can uh, offer both transplant options as well as left ventricular assistified device or um, any other uh, temporary mechanical circulatory support to get them to transplant. The second would be NYHA class or N and I need help uh, where patients are persistently in NYHA class three or four uh, despite uh, appropriate uh, guideline-directed medical therapy, and followed by E for end-organ dysfunction, such as patients who are believed to have not only congested uh, liver or or uh, cardiorenal syndrome, um, who should probably be evaluated for inotropic support or or temporary mechanical circulatory support to prove that those truly are uh, reversible and organ um, uh, injuries. And second E in I need help would be for ejection fraction, which is uh, ejection fraction less than 25%. This is all based on guidelines. D for defibrillator shocks, meaning that the patient, despite appropriate guideline-directed medical therapy and perhaps um, antiarrhythmic therapy, has recurrent uh, ventricular tachycardia or any other uh, ventricular arrhythmias resulting in uh, appropriate um, defibrillator uh, shocks. And that's certainly an indication for uh, transplant. And I need help mnemonic H stands for hospitalizations, meaning uh, that it, at least there's one to two heart failure uh, directed uh, hospitalizations in the last 12 months is a potential advanced heart failure patient who should be probably evaluated by a transplant center. E in the HELP portion stands for edema or escalating diuretics. 
usually thought to be uh, around 120 uh, or 160 milligrams of Lasix, perhaps twice a day. Or more specifically, if patients are loop diuretic resistant um, and certainly need rehospitalizations for IV therapy. L stands for low blood pressure, uh, where uh, that is a limiting factor for guideline-directed medical therapy. Now, certainly, advanced heart failure patients and need to be evaluated at a transplant center. And finally, P, uh, for prognostic medication. Um, uh, that would possibly go along with low blood pressure, where you cannot up-titrate guideline-directed medical therapy, such as ACE inhibitors or ARBs or beta blockers, um, that would require a patient uh, to be at least evaluated by a transplant center. What a great mnemonic, and thank you for explaining that so well. Dr. Kaloje, what does the process look like when a patient does get referred to UK's transplant center? Tell us about your team and your multidisciplinary approach. Who's involved? So um, often I get a personal phone call uh, or uh, one of our uh, nurse coordinators uh, gets a hold of uh, the referral, and we strive to bring the patient in to at least get to know him, meet them in clinic within two weeks of the referral. Uh, this is followed by potentially uh, either admission from the clinic, depending on their uh, decompensated state, um, and uh, decision to go through evaluation. We usually try and either redo or uh, have the initial right heart catheterization performed to determine how uh, dysfunctional the myocardium is. Anybody with an index of uh, less than two usually, uh, we will reevaluate for uh, potentially uh, placing on inotropic support uh, usually melanin, because that allows us to update other oral uh, afterload re- reducing agents. And then ultimately, once we go through the evaluation, which normally takes around two to three days, including CAT scans, blood work that look for autoimmune uh, components, that looks for um, uh, clotting dis- deficiencies and such, as well as infectious components such as hepatitis and HIV. Um, Then we meet with our transplant committee that includes all of our transplant surgeons, all of our heart failure uh, and transplant cardiologists, as well as physical therapists who by that time should have had a chance to meet the patient, as well as dietitians, uh, social workers, our nurse practitioners, uh, and our financial advisors, and we take their suggestions um, to make a decision of of whether they are a good transplant candidate or um, an LVAD candidate. So then tell us, based on what you've just described, and if they are a transplant candidate as, as opposed to an LVAD candidate, tell us a little bit about the estimated post-transplant survival. How is it used? And what does their prognosis look like? What have been your outcomes? Mm-hmm. 
So since cyclosporin has been uh, has come to light in the 80s, we've come a long way uh, in not only patient but uh, as well as organ survival. Now the median survival across the country is around 13 years. The um, uh, expected uh, patient survival in one year is around, it's close to 90%, and we exceed that number. Uh, and it is pretty similar for organ, organ uh, survival in one year as well, which we also exceed based on the expected uh, for the national expected. Now, as we wrap up, tell other providers what makes the heart transplantation program at UK stand apart from others in the state as well as the nation. And while you're doing that, Dr. Koloje, please tell us about the future of cardiac transplantation and, and, and some of the issues that you see on the horizon shortage of donor organs that might have fueled a search for alternative therapies for a failing heart. Where do you see it going in the next 10 years or so? Mm-hmm. Uh, so because of the new allocation system, uh, donor um, availability has become more scarce because now we tend to share those organs with a lot more states around us. Uh, fortunately, our program and our surgeons are aggressive uh, where we do employ temporary mechanical circulatory support, such as not only balloon pumps, but uh, surgically implanted, implanted um, percutaneous left ventricular assist devices such as um, Impella 5.0, as well as we recently um, uh, have been employing more um, of a bedside cardiopulmonary um, bypass uh, technology uh, such as extracorporeal membrane oxygenation or ECMO, which places the patient at a higher level of listing. Um, We are ELSO, which is the governing body uh, for ECMO. We are ELSO um, uh, Center of Excellence. And both of our surgeons are uh, critical care cardiologists as well as our advanced heart failure cardiologists are well-versed in that technology and taking care of these patients. In addition to our extensive not only mechanical circulatory support team, as well as pre and post transplant team, um, uh, I believe we are uh, up to par with the largest uh, centers around the country. Certainly our numbers prove it. Um, uh, We are doing around 30 transplants uh, per year. and our both organ and patient survival um, well exceeds that of expected, national expected. So just a final thought, Dr. Koloje, what would you like other providers to know about referral to the UK Heart Transplantation Center? Yes, um, I can't stress enough that um, if you think the patient may potentially be an advanced heart failure uh, patient, send them. Send them early. 
even though we may think they're they're early, at least we haven't uh, met uh, the rest of the team, talked about them. If they do decompensate quickly, we are ready to act. Thank you so much, Dr. Kaloje, for joining us today, and what a fascinating topic. Thank you for providing other providers information on referral and what they can expect from the UK Transplant Center. That wraps up another episode of UK HealthCast with the University of Kentucky HealthCare. To find a UK HealthCare specialist or service, a physician can refer a patient to UK HealthCare with UKMDs at one 800 888 5533. Head on over to our website at ukhealthcare.uky.edu for more information on heart transplantation at UK. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.